And that's how the theme song goes. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to C plus. No. <laughs> Welcome back to the Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad. Wait, this is a great way to start off 2018. <laughs> that is the telltale sign. That's a great way. I'm not going to restart this entire thing. Uh, welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. This is, if you didn't know, is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. It's a website. Go there. Uh, take care of that, the plugs. <laughs> um, if you can't can already tell, <laughs> a little bit out of my mind right now, it's New Year's Day. I'm still recovering from New Year's Eve night. Had a good time. That's not neither here nor now. Neither here nor now. Oh boy, this is a struggling. Oh my god, I spend most of my day sleeping. I woke up and then uh, what else? What did I do? I don't know. I don't know. What I did. I started watching Cheers again. Started watching old Cheers episodes. Old, like they're all old episodes. But I started watching Cheers. I continued watching Cheers because I'm still watching it. Anyway, then I watched Lucifer and then some other TV shows. But that's, we're not talking about what I watched. We're talking about uh, the things on the podcast and. There's a lot of things on the podcast going on this week. And so let's get right into it as if we already haven't. <laughs> I want to start with uh, the TV show Easy. That's a Joe Swanberg series. It's, it's on Netflix and it's very good. It's a very good uh, show that's an anthology, comedy anthology that has that that essentially stars, you know, just random actors and people. They're great, and it's very funny. It's very oddly very sexual, and I there are some things like in the second season. There are some things that I've never seen on television before, and that I don't think I've ever seen even on HBO, even on Cinemax, even on the the. You'd only have, you'd have to go to the to the uh, internet to find stuff like this, and yet it's on a Netflix show. So anyway. Uh, Joe Swanberg, if you didn't know, he's a independent filmmaker. He does he's done a lot of movies that you have never seen and that you probably never will see. And I'm gonna be completely honest, uh, but it's uh he's he's really good at what he does. He's done the movie Win and All. I think I spoke about that with Jake Johnson uh, playing a gambler who is trying to get some money and and stuff like that. Keegan Michael Key is in that movie, and so is Jolo Trulio, who's also in the in a couple uh, one episode of Easy, and he's also done the movie Digging for Fire, which is also really get, great with uh, Jake Johnson. Happy Christmas, which I did not get a chance to see. Uh, Drinking Buddies, but that's got Anna Kendrick. Uh, I think Anna Kendrick's also in Drinking Buddies as well. Let me double check this, and I am right. She is in that movie. Olivia Wilde too. Jake Johnson and Ron Livingston. And uh, let's see, he did. Oh, I did a segment on VHS. I did not know that. I like VHS. It's a very good horror movie. Anyway, Joe, Joe Swanberg is a very, very good uh, person, and he's very funny. And he wrote and directs all every episode of <laughs> this easy show. And a lot of it, since a lot of it is, is dealing with uh, sexual stuff, uh, I don't know if he's having a, a good, <laughs> good life at home, but... Um, so here are some of the people that are in, so easy is an, uh, an anthology series that follows people, single people in Chicago or married people in Chicago. And they all, and they're all just experiencing things. Like there's one episode with, uh, Maul and Ackerman and Orlando Bloom of all people and Kate McCucci. And they decide to, to uh, learn that Orlando Bloom and, um, uh, Maul and Ackerman are a married couple in this in, in that episode, and they decide to open up their relationship to include one more person, and <laughs> that's Kate Bakuchi. It's uh, it's I can't I cannot. It's just it, it, what happens with these anthology series, especially this 
being a half hour is and especially with this uh essentially taking place in the same world is yeah they're all they're all in the same the same universe as each other but sometimes you'll see a character pop up and one and then he'll pop up in another one it's it's really it's really interesting really great but with uh, with all this happening at once um everybody it's just it's it's a different show it's so anyway you have to do a lot of uh, world building you have to do a lot of world building in 28 minutes and these episodes do not go over that half hour they don't they don't go into 45 they don't they stay right there in the nice comfortable 20 to 28 minute zone anyway so here's some people that are in the series we got Malin Ackerman and Zazie Beetz and uh Hannibal Burris, Aya Cash we got Kiersey Clemens. We got Jake Johnson. He, he it was weird. He, his his role was very strange. He was only in using Skype. Uh, Mark Marin, Jolo Trulio, Kate Berlant, Judy Greer, Danny Masters. Oh boy, he should not have mentioned that guy. <laughs> Emily Rajakowski, who did a really good job. Rajakowski, she did a really good job with uh, Marin's Marin's episode. Anyway, so uh, I really like Easy. It's a uh, very good. If you're going to watch it, it's very sexual. Be wary of that i will tell you that much right now <laughs> be very wary especially uh i'm gonna <laughs> uh let's see especially side hustle the that's there that's the one i'm talking about where you see things that you, i don't think that i've ever seen on tv before <laughs> i'll leave it at that uh let's move on to uh, the movie marjorie prime i saw that this weekend if i've been wanting to see a movie all year it is a movie about um it's oh boy an old woman and uh, hold on, I gotta I gotta pull this up because I'm not having a good time pulling this up. Okay, it's about a, an older an older woman who is a science fiction movie who is losing. I, I I don't know. I guess I guess she's losing her mind or whatever. But um, boy, okay. Uh, anyway, she's in her she's in her 80s and it's uh, in the year 2050. And when around that time when people die, you can get your memories and and have them have those memories turn into I guess what they're calling primes I think that's what it's called it's a prime and and then you can remember that person you can have a conversation with that prime a prime is essentially a hologram but it's it's something that you can you can see you can see a hologram but it's something that you can phys- it's 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 not a, like a, a light show it's a physical representation of that person so she marjorie prime this uh, marjorie this older woman her prime is of her husband and it's uh, john ham and but she can only remember she only she chooses to remember the younger version so it's 40 years old instead of uh, an elderly john ham it's a 40 year old john ham and he's a very handsome b- boy and and uh and so she, essentially is she has these conversations with him and it's a very slow and it's a very it's not long but it's a very slow movie and uh, admittedly a little bit boring but the director and writer michael al marida marida uh, did a really wonderful job and he he captured something very interesting and i thought it was enjoyable uh i'm just gonna go ahead and ruin it for you the so Movie stars about five people, and uh, exactly five people, and so uh, eventually, halfway through the movie, Marjorie dies. She passes away, and the and <laughs> the way they reveal it is just so. Just, it's a stunning way to do it. It's a it's a really good way to do this. But uh, Gina Davis plays the daughter of Marjorie, and t- and Tim Robbins is her husband, and they live together. They live with Marjorie, and so they're living in Marjorie's house, and uh, and so. 
Gina Davis is very wary of technology and how and how primes work and stuff. And so they she she tries to she's trying to have a conversation with Marjorie, who's now a prime Marjorie Prime. Marjorie's now a prime. This is about halfway through the movie, so it's a it's a very strange thing that happens. Uh, so she be she's she's a prime and she's uh, very wary of this conversation. And then you find out <laughs> that uh, uh, Gina Davis dies. Very late into the movie, and then Tim Robbins is uh, trying to is remembering her, and now you have all these primes in the same house, uh, and then Tim Robbins dies, but there's no one around to remember him. So it's 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 you it's he he dies, and there's no one to remember him at all. And so you have uh, John Hamm and uh, Gina Davis and Lois Smith, who plays Marjorie. They're all all their primes are sitting around. And just watching, and uh, and John goes, oh, uh, I wonder where John is. That's uh, Tim Robbins' character. He goes, I wonder where John is, and and you get no one's around to remember him. So it's just all these primes in this house. Uh, it's a very good movie. I really enjoyed it a lot, and you should check it out. Even though I just ruined all of it for you, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Moving on, uh, white <laughs> this weekend <laughs> before the new year, uh, White Famous was canceled. That was a show on uh, Showtime starring. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh boy, I can't remember. Jay Farrell, and it's produced by Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox was in two episodes, exactly two episodes, and uh, it was written by Tom Capinos, who is, who did uh, Californication. This takes place in the same uh, world as Californication. Never seen that show, but the uh, White Famous is. <laughs> I did not like it at all. I want to tell you that much. It was not a good show. Um, and it, it got canceled because it just didn't get any better. And I mean, I, I applaud, I applaud Tom for trying to do something adventurous and stuff like that, but it's, uh, it wasn't a good show and it just, it just, it, and then one of the issues is, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy that, uh, it, it was made and it did all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But Tom Capinos is a white man and he wrote every episode, every single episode, which is fine, but I wish he'd had done it with uh, someone of color. <laughs> so now we have this white guy just telling these stories of uh, Jay Farrow's Floyd Mooney, who's uh, overacting, and he's doing, and it's, uh, it's it's not good. It's just there's so much, there's so many issues with this show. Uh, but the but the sad part is that people like Cleopatra Coleman and Utkarsh, uh, Amb- I'm going to ruin his name, Ambudkar, I'll I, I call him UTK from uh, uh, Freestyle Love Supreme, and even Megan Good and Stephen Toblowski and uh, Natalie Zia. God, she wasn't even the, in the last half of the season. Oh, my gosh, what a waste. Michael Rappaport, you have all these great, great actors, and they're doing some, they're doing really well with this uh, not not a good script and uh, not a good uh, story at will. Uh, and, uh, and, and then it just, it never panned out. It never did anything that it was, it wanted to do. It didn't, it set out and made this show. It was very aggressive in its message and it was very over the top in its message. And I don't think it uh, handled any of that well. So that's why it got canceled. That's why it wasn't very well accepted. And that's why it got canceled. It's not a white and black thing. It's a thing that the show wasn't good. And that's why Smilf it survived. And they Showtime pretty much readily. They said we're going to give that one a second season because that is a show that made itself better from the premiere from the get go. And you know, if you read my review of White Famous, the first look review, it just did not. 
I didn't have a good time. I said, uh, should you watch White Famous? We're almost seven. Uh, we're almost seven episodes in at the time of this review. If the pilot threw you off, stay away. White Famous is a missed opportunity and doesn't look like it's earning back the credit it desires. And so it's a, it's a not a good show. Anyway, but there we go. I, I want. I, it's it's very tough to to see a show like that go off. And it had so much potential. It was, but uh, it just it it made uh, black comedians and made uh, black men look like caricatures. And even the moments that were a little bit more quiet, even the moments that kind of tried to take itself seriously, it just, it just wasn't, it just wasn't worth it. It just, I, watching those episodes, 10 episodes of that show was very, it was very difficult because oftentimes I just didn't want to watch it because there, there were so many story threads all over the place. And you're doing it when you're doing a half hour like that, it's and you're not able to focus on just the or do a few things at all then it's just uh yeah it's not worth it anyway moving on i also interviewed judah friedlander this week so stay tuned for to the end of this episode for that uh judah friedlander worked on 30 rock he was an actor and i think he was a writer too uh let's see what else he's on judah freelander this is i'm googling right now so if you if you ever hear me vamp like this i'm googling <laughs> um he <laughs> that's very good at that um he was also and in a bunch of movies uh but he let's see oh my gosh oh man oh he was in the one of them stair wars uh anyway he's a he's he's a very good guy very funny and we had a nice conversation uh, I actually talked to him before I went to the aquarium. That's the main topic. I, well, I went to the Georgia Aquarium because I live in Georgia and there's an aquarium and I've never been uh, very expensive. Anyway, uh, but before I went to the aquarium, I, I had a good good chat with him and it was very fun. And uh, even though we had to, we were a little bit late, and but he, he, he was a good man. Good, good chat. Anyway, let's move on to this aquarium biz. So I went to the aquarium and it was a very cool and fun and interesting idea thing that's going on right now i want to pause this um, i'm not pausing the podcast but i'm gonna, I'm gonna break down of uh, uh, months ago months ago months and months and months ago way back in the early episodes of the show which, when the show was uh not good uh still isn't good but you know it's gotten somewhat better um i would i would record during the bachelorette on monday nights it is new year's day and the bachelor is on and now i'm recording and all these women are just trying to steal some time with this ex race car driver slash uh, realtor, and uh, it's a, it's you know it's par for the course for The Bachelor. It's the same vapid women trying to go for the same milk toast dude. And I say milk toast in a very racial way because they're all white, except for that one time they had a black woman. Um, and uh, it's it's not it's it's classic Bachelor or Bachelor. Oh my God, this is so crazy. Anyway, uh, so I went to the aquarium with my one of my friends, and we had a good time. Uh, we saw there were dolphins and there were sharks, and you can you know you can swim with the Georgia Aquarium at the Georgia Aquarium. You can actually get inside. It costs two hundred and forty dollars a ticket, I believe, and you you get scuba gear. You get to swim around with all these I, I don't know whales and stuff like that, and. And the sharks and stuff. I mean, they're not real sharks. They're like a great white shark, but one of those, one of those tiny sharks. You know the tiny sharks I'm talking about. Those tiny sharks with uh, messing with the sound now. Uh, tiny sharks. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Those tiny sharks and other fishes like that. Oh, I, I did see a, a fish urinate when it was swimming. It was crazy. I saw this yellow streak and I went, oh man, that fish is peeing. <laughs> anyway, 
We and then uh, you can. Oh, we saw a seal show. So this is what happens. They have four seals. They got four seals. All you gotta do is line up and go into this theater type area, and then they play this <laughs> weird video. They play this very strange intro video. I guess what just to they first of all, this is what happens. They line you up outside. You have to. There's only like a couple of shows a day. So you get once you get inside, they corral you. They corral you in like they pack you like sardines to not. To use a pun, but they pack you like sardines and they corral you like cattle and you're standing shoulder to shoulder with these people. This guy behind me was coughing on my neck and oh yeah, and also his daughter, his daughter, this made me so angry. She, all right, so you, we were standing shoulder to shoulder and it was, we, it, and then they had this uh, big white screen and they had a couple of TVs dispersed throughout. Um, and then they also had these, imagine Chuck E. Cheese, they had big animatronic animals that were sitting on top of, uh, I'm now, I'm now gesturing as if you can see me, this would be great for a video. Uh, they, they have these big animals just sitting like a pelican and a seagull and uh, crabs. They're all just sitting perched up above you uh, where the TVs are. And they can, they can all, like I said, animatronic, they can all move and talk and stuff. And it is not, it is not funny uh, at all. And, um, <laughs> so they're, uh, so, so, they're, so they're sitting up there. And, uh, and and then this video starts, and there's a the main character of this video is a crab who's I, I don't know his name, I, I didn't paint it. And there's also a, a a giant statue of barnacles that sing, and they sing pop songs, and it's crazy. <laughs> um, so anyway, so there's little girls behind me, and this, and, uh, this guy is coughing my neck. I hear the little girl say, "I can't see," and because we're all corralled like fish. You're just standing there, just you're standing there trying to get a good view of anything. So I move a little bit out of the way. And uh, the lady, I guess his wife, uh, the kid's mom goes, says something to the kid like, oh, well, he moved that way. There you go. And she goes, it doesn't matter. I still can't see. And in my head, I cursed her out. I cursed out her. I said, how dare you? I cannot believe I moved for you. Why are you so rude to me? Anyway. Uh, so we're, that guy still coughed. He coughed my neck all the time. And then when we when we sat down, uh, we sat we tried to sit down near the splash zone because you can, the, the seals could jump in and out of the water. The sea lions. I'm sorry, did I say seals? The sea lions. This is we saw a sea lion show, and they hopped in the water and they can splash you and stuff. So we try to sit there. The guy who was coughing on my neck is still sitting back there coughing on my neck. How? Why did you follow me to this exact spot? And why are you coughing on my neck? Dude, and cover your mouth. Disgusting disgusting nasty people who cares oh a trailer for uh, the new uh, the 50 shades just came on that was weird i don't know why i'm mentioning that i'm not i'm not being very professional right now uh very long day anyway so uh so the sea lions were there and they had this one giant just a huge sea lion that looked like a fat man in a suit it was just so big just a massive sea lion and it was great i think his name was damien or something and he and they they made them all roar uh, for us and that his his roar was uh it sounded like a die a man who was boxing for the first time but he every time he got hit he made this weird noise every time he got hit in the stomach he goes ooh, 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 and that's how and that's how the sea lion sounded so all every single one of them they all had different barks and everything but they all sounded like 
they're in dying men. So the biggest one, he when the, near the end of the show, this is like a forty minute show. Near the end of the show, they he they, <laughs> he came up to the middle section where we were, and he and he uh, and he did a, he did a little flip in the in the water, and he landed on the not landed. He pulled himself up on the glass, and he leaned out as far as he could, and he looked me in the eye. He looked all of us in the eye. He looked every single person in this row in the eye, and he just goes oh. And he just belts this giant roar in our face. And I thought for a second, that is the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this thing just jumps up on the glass and it goes. <laughs> I really thought it was very interesting. It was very cool. But I, uh, if you ever get a chance to go to the aquarium, I, I urge you to. I urge you to just go spend the money. Go. They have cocktails. They have alcohol. They got food. That's what alcohol is, cocktails. <laughs> um, and uh, there's also a lot of good kid stuff there uh, if you, you want to do that stuff. They, I think we were in a, one of the gift shops. They have two gift shops there. They have one in the cafeteria, and then they have one on your that That's an exit. That's essentially the exit. You can buy stuff on your way out. It's really crazy. But the mugs there are like 20 bucks. but they had a buy two or buy one, get one half off, something like that. Buy two, get one free. Something something strange where, not strange, something that a regular store would do. And, I, I mean, they're pretty nice, decent mugs. They're pretty big mugs, too, so it might be worth it. might be worth the... Uh, Forty dollars you spend on both the ticket and then get then a mug that also costs forty dollars. Anyway, oh, it's like Georgia won the Rose Bowl, and that explains why I heard off mic screaming. There we go. <laughs> and anyway, aquarium's great. There is also a kid show at the aquarium. They, I, they like in the middle of the. So there's, it's it's a you're in a big. It's like a giant fishbowl, and you're and you're in this, and uh, on the on the outskirts are the actual exhibits. So you can just go to a tropical one, or one that's set in the sea, or one you know just different variations of the exhibits and stuff. And in the middle, there's a, a stage area where kids can sit down and watch these people with puppets sing song in the most elaborate puppetry I've seen since any Muppets thing that was on the Muppets TV show, which was on ABC and also got canceled. Uh, it was, and you just, you saw these, uh, these people telling this very intricate story of just, I don't know. I don't know what it was about. There's a turtle. There's a turtle. There's a turtle. And uh, they were, they were doing really well singing. Well, I don't know if they were acting though. You know what? You know what? I think that it was all pre-recorded. Now that I think about it, I think it was the people. They know the script very well, but I did. I remember seeing during uh, while one woman, the main character, this woman was holding up this fish, and she was singing. She was smiling the entire time. So, you know what? Yeah, I'm right. Anyway, so uh, it's great. It's wonderful, and you should definitely check it out. But I'm probably just gonna I'm probably just gonna end this right now. So I'm very tired and I got nothing else to talk about. Uh, anyway, say remember, like I said, stay tuned to the end of this episode for uh, the Judah Free, uh, just a little bit of Judah Freelanders interview. It was very fun. Like I said, it was very interesting and I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for sticking with. Whoa! Oh my God! I just heard fireworks and that scared the crap out of me. It was so loud. Look, guys, it's college football. It's nothing. It's not like they save the world or anything. Um, so, uh, if you like this and if you like me knocking on college football, then you can always head to the website, cpluscomedy.com for, uh, n- latest news, reviews, features, interviews, and other good comedy bits. Only I can show you what, Oh, you know what? Before I end this, uh, <laughs> I want to say that I'm thinking maybe 
maybe I don't do a news story every day. Like I've been doing news stories four days a week, essentially, uh, Monday through Thursday. And you know what? I haven't done one since December 21st. Maybe I won't, maybe I won't, I don't have to push myself to keep, to, to find a new story. Cause it, uh, it, it doesn't, it's, it's not like it's the, it's the, the, the things on the website that are the most watched or, and read are reviews of shows that no one else is reviewing. So when like the, I have a bunch of key and peel episodes that just reviews of episodes that are just getting so many clicks every single day. And I'm and by so many clicks, I mean like a dozen clicks. I don't mean like it, they're all getting these clicks. <laughs> I just sniffed a marker. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm telling you. Um, or the uh, Mike Birbiglia is uh, my girlfriend's boyfriend. Uh, that one gets that one gets clicks. I think I think every hour. Um, and uh, you know it's just and stuff stuff and uh, Nathan for you. And in these first look reviews, things that those are things that that typically are the longest lasting things. So if I continue to do those reviews and then I do these interviews and news time, the constitutionals, I think that I think those would profit more than just doing a news story every day. So maybe I'm just going to take a little backseat on those news stories every day. Anyway, so I, I feel like I just had to get say that out loud to make sure it sounds good. So anyway, you can always head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, for latest news, reviews, features, interviews, and other good comedy bits only I can provide you with. You can follow us on Twitter at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter at chatblackwhite. Like us on Facebook. Uh, go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash cpluscomedy, to get our premiere show, the video show, News Time. It's a very good show. I enjoy doing it. We just put up the bloopers today, I guess, or, you know, yesterday when, today when I'm recording this, yesterday when you're hearing this, and uh, in the future, it's sometime. You know, we put it up on New Year's Day. So uh, we I got a whole bunch of bloopers, including some from the 150th episode because I had a ton. And those were just sitting on my computer. I don't I I didn't even delete them. I just I said this is going to be good. Uh, so, yeah, watch watch the bloopers. They're great. They're funny. And next week we'll have a regularly scheduled episode. And it's about uh, reinventing, I think. Yeah, reinventing how shows that re- soft, did soft reboots and stuff like that. Or hardcore reboots. We'll see. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So continue doing that. And like I said, Judah Friedlander at the end of this. Okay, goodbye. Oh, you know what? I said goodbye and uh, not going to lie. I'm not even at this part out because I'm too lazy to do so. But I forget. I was uh, I was on a different part of the computer and uh, I couldn't press stop on the recording. Okay, bye. I, I enjoyed all of the joke writing, if it was joke writing, because there was a lot of off-the-cuff stuff, and uh, you reminded me, I was rocking my brain for this, you reminded me a lot of uh, Todd Berry's crowd work tour that he did in 2014. Both of those were just so masterfully done because of the way that you guys interacted with the audience, and you weren't afraid to call them out on, uh, on dumb things, and I thought that was a wonderful attribute. I mean, I'm a fan of Todd. I like Todd. Uh, his thing was still quite differently. That was, uh, and I like that one. Uh, but his was filmed with the audience knowing this is a, um, you know, a crowd work tour. They actually had a microphone set up for audience members to go up there and ask questions. Uh, mine was just, you know, filmed on these are, these are just nice that I at a comedy club and there's, you know, there's no, there's nothing said beforehand saying, hey, this is, we're doing crowd work now. You know, it's all just, 
you know, they say my name, I go on stage, and then what happens, happens. Uh, so, different in some of the way it's set up. But yeah, within my crowd work, some of it is 100% off the top, and then some of the material, um, like when I'm talking about my presidential platform, is some of those jokes uh, were initially 100% off the top. Let's say someone asked me about immigration, right? I'm looking at my presidential platform on immigration. Initially, the first time someone asked me that, I made a joke. And then, let's say a week later, someone asked me that same question. I'll do that same joke, try to maybe improve the wording a little bit, and then I'll try to add another joke onto it. All right on the spot. None of this is work that's off stage. It's all on stage. Uh, and then after a while, you know, what started out as having one joke on immigration, I now have, you know, eight jokes on immigration, you know, and, and some a mix of short one-liners as well as long extended bits. 